Если немцы хотят не истребить войну, они ее получат. La lucha armada es el único camino para la liberación. Patria o muerte. Los americanos, si Trump, incluyente en Bobardán, de nuevo, impura ganar la guerra de la ciudad. Y hay gente que demanda dónde se trae el imperialismo. El imperialismo, regardez en vos asientos, cuando vos mangez, los grandes... Presenting people of color all over the world and on local level, the police, fashion police, repressing the white revolutionaries as well as the black. And the reason that this class over here has never did anything to get this class off his back because this is lower, this is Ayer estuvo el diablo aquí, huele a azufre todavía. And the cheap labor taken out of these countries, these countries are not underdeveloped, they're overexploited. Hello everybody, you're listening to Revolutionary Left, I mean Revolutionary Lumpen Radio, sorry, with me, your brave host and comrade Shibby. So in this episode, I'll do three things, and all of them are in a response to an email that I recently got of Brett, who hosts RevLef Radio, and that's the main source of income, and they've also got more passive income from other enterprises known as Red Menace and Guerrilla History Pod. Guerrilla History Pod's just a bunch of opportunities to talk about you know, various histories with fallen martyrs and they just profit off them just grifting through the fucking Patreon with the connection to Rev Left. So this episode will have me defend myself from claims from good for nothing, coward grifting parasites. But this episode is largely a diss at Rev Left, hopefully to the point that Brett retires or is forced to go out and hopefully meditate in the woods for years from the shame that you should be feeling already. So why is it a diss? Because Brett wants beef, Rev Left wants beef. I'm a real revolutionary. These are motherfucking studio revolutionaries, you know what I'm saying? They're not even on my level. They've never even been in the streets. I'll terrorize the back of him. He doesn't know dog life, but he knows it's serious and I'm deadly serious. He wants to pipe up to me. Okay, so some context. I'm gonna first talk about this email that Brett the Fool sent me that started all of this off. I'm not gonna read the email out. You can find the emails on our Patreon if you care so much. But basically, Brett is a fucking maggot. He's a seedy little worm that currently makes over £6,000 a month chatting shit on the fucking podcast. But like, they've made over at least $3,000 a month for like the last six years. He's like full on aristocrat in the fucking game, do you know what I'm saying? But this fucking fool decides to pipe up to me about my logo for the podcast, claim that it looks similar to fucking Rev Lefts. And if I don't change it, Brett's gonna go public about my sexual harassment with the fucking vegan bacon pig that is Esperanza from fucking a firm bacon because vegan they're not actually police but you just think that they are like with the way that they're trying to police everybody's behavior 
So first of all, this claim of sexual harassment come from when Esperanza the Maggot came on my podcast for a two-part series. They were Sex Worker Marxism 5, and we also had the Sex Worker Marxism 4. Um, I say two parts because those were the parts. So Esperanza was the anti-sex worker with their organisation of firm who constantly vilify and demonise sex worker Marxists. And I've been actually successful in turning a lot of so-called communists against our sex working comrades. So the whole point about in many of my series on Rev Lumpen Radio is to remove the stigma that the working classes have of the Lumpen proletariat from primitive Marxist dogmatism. The cry at the end of every episode is workers and lumpen of the world unite. The firm fully stand opposed to that and they've left us as well by platforming them so frequently. So yeah, obviously this email has nothing to do with the fucking, the name, the logo. It's purely down to the fact that Rev Lumpen Radio is opposes like Brett's position on sex workers and many other lumpen phenomena, um, along with Fame, who were literally up Brett's ass, like using him as an actual puppet, because he is a muppet, you know what I'm saying? He's so detached from reality. Like, this is purely an ideological struggle. It's nothing to do with what I said to Esperanza like two years ago or something, like get a grip, you know what I'm saying? If it was so important, if it was so special, if you cared so much, if you were so convinced, it did actually fucking give kind of harassment. You tell people about it, you know? But instead, all you're trying to do is trying to blackmail me with it because again, you're not asked and you're not even clever. You tried to blackmail me back then. And I was just like, shut up, get a grip. This is just because of fucking opposed your mates for you online. Now you're trying to fucking blackmail me and that. I told them back then, you know what I'm saying? And then like Brett's commenting in the fucking thing saying that he's got his receipts of screenshots and all shit that I've said in the past. And it's like, yeah, it's on fucking Twitter. Do you know what I'm saying? If I'm doing shit and it's public, you can't even be turning around and trying to use that as ammo back to me because it's public. I know what I was doing and I fucking said it. Do you know what I mean? And it's still up there for the people to fucking view. And these people are holding on to fucking screenshots and shit from two years ago from when I was fucking telling people, like, a family to actually get the wall, like the full-on reactionaries and that. You think I'm just going to kill up and say, oh, no, sorry, I don't want to lose subscribers, I don't want to lose patrons. Obviously, what I'm saying is the fucking truth, like, because I'm saying it with as much love and hatred in my heart as one another. I'm saying it for love of the people, the masses, the truth. These are saying it for pure hatred against sex workers and other people, do you know what I'm saying? Brett doesn't know better. He's literally... Like a fame and in his mind, like a fucking parasite controlling an insect. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's ne- it's definitely not about the logo, it's definitely not about the name, it's definitely not about um you know what I said to Esperanza. It's purely about trying to get me in line of somewhere where they're happy with me. Or yeah, I mean it is in it though, because when Brett come on Rev Lumpen Radio, he obviously knew the fucking name of the fucking podcast because he fucking come on it, you know what I'm saying? He never said nothing about it then. It only become a problem when I started saying the truth and they just want to stick with, like, hate, hate hate-filled idealism. 
it's what it comes down to is like again this is fucking oh Esperanza is my friend ooh ideology friend ooh a fame friend ooh because he's got no actual mates because he's sad because he literally works in a basement do you know what I'm saying <laughs> so obviously he's got no mates so he's just willing to go along with what these affirms say because they're well spoken and it, it looks like what they say is fucking correct because of how well it's said but that just shows you how much hatred that they have that they can make such hateful spiel seem logical and it's not it's reactionary so back towards fucking sex work and regarding sex work the revolutionary sex workers not only want communism, but it's important for their health and safety to not be punished for doing what they have to do to pay for the, for the house bills, the medical bills, the food bills, etc. Like that's all in the podcast with them that literally sit down, they break down the income and what they can't afford to pay for, so they have to do sex work. They break it down for us in the interview. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, revolutionary sex workers want workers' rights. There's that whole argument, whether it's work, whether it's not. Do you know what I'm saying? I say the lump and politeria because in terms of, like, actual legislation and policy, uh, they're, they're not working class. They don't have workers' rights, do they? But many, working, but many sex workers will consider themselves working class as in, the, um, in a very political identity to get the point across that they should be working class because they're constantly trying to fight for workers rights because as juniper says on sex work and marxism one uh, you know they say with workers rights comes you know better liberation policies so once the sex workers have got workers rights then they're protected you're not going to have pimps people exploiting them and all these other things all these violent forms of oppression uh, you know the police exploiting them people forced to snitch on the family members and get them arrested for it you know what i'm saying we all know as marxists that your material conditions determine what you do who you are do you know what i'm saying we know people are forced into sex work materially like that's just a fucking fact you know what i'm saying but then Affirm Esperanza Breath want to condemn these sex workers for what they have to do to survive. And I'm saying all part of the people, workers and lump of the world unite. So we need people to just recognise that these sex workers... So what, you might think, think sex, casual sex is a bit cringe, whatever, and what? That's, that's them. They don't do harm to others. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm there to fucking back them 100%, do you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just shy away because my views are opposite to Affirm, do you know what I'm saying? They're insignificant. The best thing Affirm has, has done to exist is get me making this now. There's now people are fucking going to be onto it more. It's just some people will never work for a capitalist because they've got dignity do you know what i'm saying so even the people who aren't forced into sex work or who aren't forced to do various forms of crime i still at least respect that they're not working for a capitalist because if you're working for a capitalist you're prolonging capitalism and you're literally facilitating imperialism that's what you're doing everybody should know but you don't because 
maggots like fucking breath of rev left aren't producing no theory they're just selling people what's already available so like everybody should know the working class needs to orientate themselves to doing a mass strike so that's the point where they don't work whatsoever rather than fighting for higher wages because that's just asking for a bigger piece of the imperialist pie and the lumpen proletariat should organize uh, mass line work so you've got mass strike for the workers and you've got mass line for the lumpen proletariat you know what i'm saying and you've got revolutionary lumpen radio because it's fucking massive do you know what i'm saying we speak the fucking truth and these are out here trying to get people to hate other people trying to blackmail them for saying they look good do you know what i'm saying get a fucking grip of your life But like a firm in Esperanza literally do go out to get people to support actual bourgeois libertarian policies in Congress to further the criminalization of sex work. We talk about these policies specifically in Sex Work and Marxism 4 episode. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like if you find yourself supporting like bourgeois policies you really need to reevaluate your life and if you're encouraging others to support bourgeois policies as a marxist literally give yourself the wall do you know what i'm saying like your proper class traitor okay so a firm hate homeless people they hate black and white people being together happily as one comrade told me it caused problems when when they knew them and they fucking had meetings over and everything because they had a fucking a partner that wasn't the same fucking color as them i'll just read out a tweet as well though i got sent actually um recently and disregarding one of the firm's members, but again, these are the people down in Brettia saying, oh, you need to separate yourself from Rev Left. These are the people who Brett is putting on their podcast repeatedly as proletarian and feminism. Bridget, that was the fucking name. Bridget, fucking Bridget. Right. So here's this tweet, Bimbo Marxist. That entire discourse being started by a whitey woman who has been kicked out of an organising circle for putting indigenous people in harm's way, tweeted a made-up story about a homeless man selling a phone and using the money to give heroin to women. He literally tweeted a made-up story about a homeless person selling a phone and using it to give money for to women for heroin. This is Bridget. This was the other guest on Rev Left's politics proletarian feminism episode maggotarian feminism maggotarian maggotism that's bridget that was that's the kind of person who's on rev left this is the kind of person who's saying superior shibby is is getting recognized as being more superior we need to try and silence him do you know what i'm saying and then the comment to that is Rachel will never pass up an opportunity to lie and grift and inflame if she thinks there's half a chance she can make herself look like a saint and a martyr. Here's a statement from two uh, indigenous organisers when she was on the... And then that's an indigenous word. I won't offend people by trying to pronounce. So that document's there as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, 
just a whole discourse sto- started by these despicable creatures. Um, and, and yeah, okay, so Bimbo Marxists again in response to their own tweet, um, because she disagrees that community care and mutual aid is what communities need and that you should be treating our houseless neighbours like our neighbours, which is all prompted by a houseless man being murdered. That's them. I'm saying lump workers and lumping of the world unite. Yeah, which is sex workers, which is fucking homeless people, disabled prisoners, chronically unemployed drug dealers, uh, and fucking ex-power to any of those are fucking left out. Um, so, you, you know what I mean? And I'm always talking about saving the people based you building dual power that's the problem with why i hate these grifters because they've got so much money they could literally have successful save the people communities programs in their community uh where where and they can share that with the whole world saying look this is what we're doing this is the practice and then they can develop theory from that for everybody has never in the history of the world have we had such marxists that be so accessible to people's ears and the consciousness as today and we're not even doing collective uh, scientific socialism together you just got people grifting with fucking weird fucking books and talking about fucking Alexander fucking Duggan and, you know, putting fucking anarchist theory on fucking Red Menace and that just to try and cast a wider net for more Patreon subscribers. Do you get what I'm saying? This affirm a toxic against the lump and proletariat. They lie about a homeless fucking person selling the phone for heroin and that's why we shouldn't save the people you know what i'm saying these think these are the revolutionary leaders as brett's mentioned to me or i think i'm a fucking revolutionary fucking leader or something i'm fucking just want one i'm fucking here you just fucking need one where the fuck are they do you know what i'm saying and what you know like what are where are they you listening to one right so what else have we got? So that's, I mean, how blood boiling is a fame, though, seriously. Like, that's one fucking thing. So, what else have we fucking written down? I, like, again, it's just like the lucky I've even took the time to write this. Again, I'm doing it for the people. You know what I'm saying? I really couldn't even be asked doing all this because they're insignificant, like, in any practical part of my life. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm doing it for yous because yous need the truth because yous aren't being told it. Yous are being told shit by literally people who make like t- multiple tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of pounds a fucking year grifting you all like fuck's sake so then rev left radio hosted by the biggest leftist grifter known to man brett got on these affirm plagues esperanza was one of them and some other got here uh, uh, Bridget was the other one. When Re- Rev Left released that episode of so-called proletarian feminism, this is an episode that almost entirely was about condemning sex workers. They're saying proletarian feminism, but literally their whole ideology revolves around condemning 
sex workers. That's the practice as well, like harassment, bullying. So, and it's not just like sex workers, it is Marxist sex workers, you know what I'm saying? Ones that serve the people, ones that practice fucking dual power, ones that do mutual aid. The ones that teach Marxism, support and actually prevent people from harm. That didn't matter. Like, all that matters was the proletarian marketists existing to hate and condemn and make life hard for a group of comrades. Apparently, that's all that mattered because why else would they platform them? So when I saw Phoenix in the comments to the tweet about that episode, proletarian feminism being out, and when I saw Phoenix comments how disappointed that they were that Brett, the absolute fucking fool of a platform, proletarian feminism well it was the last time that Phoenix ever listened to Brett's shitty podcast, there was a lot of other similar comments as well of people saying, that's the last time I'm listening to it, you're fucking toxic um, and then Brett even made another tweet where he was just like yeah, fuck you, you know, fucking wipe me ass, it doesn't matter. And then apologise for that tweet later on, do you know what I'm saying? How idiotic can you get? How can you just insult somebody for saying you've done a shit episode with toxic people and then apologise for the response you give them? Like, this fucking person has no dignity. He's got no discipline. He's fucking, he's spineless, you know what I'm saying? He's a slippery little worm who just tries to get wherever he can for more money. It's pathetic. So, as a scientific socialist, it should be our duty to investigate before commenting on things that you're ignorant about. Brett never ever bothered to investigate the material conditions or the arguments against what the Magatarian feminists were putting forward by people like Phoenix. So I took it upon myself to interview both sides at this point to try and clear everything up. So it was a very conscious decision to do a two-part episode with Phoenix, with Esperanza, Sex Worker Marxism 4 and 5. It was a very conscious decision because of the response in these comments and that episode and I was seeing comrades who I had fought for by interviewing sex workers and, and, and doing that kind of work and sharing that and then telling people we need to back all revolutionaries. And then Brett comes out with a much larger platform and he's just like, yeah, fuck them all. Do you know what I'm saying? by these toxic people. I mean, these people have done an apology tour around the United States. You know what I'm saying? These people have backed TERFs because they all had TERFs following them um, because they're literally just act toxic. And then when they all find out TERFs are following them, they've got to do an apology tour and that. It's like, just look at the crowd you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Evil, horrible people. And I'm saying... Oh my God, let's just have a revolution. We need to all come together. Fuck your stigmas. Do you know what I'm saying? Foolish. I just type away, blah, 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 blah. I'm doing questions, the exact same questions for Phoenix, the exact same questions for Esperanza. They're both on two opposite sides of the spectrum here. They're 
the uh, logos, the artwork was half the class struggle as a yin and yang and the other half of the yin and yang with Phoenix's face and Esperanza's face. That was the artwork. Yeah, that was done before the fucking episodes were out. And I've even sent uh, art, like those messages to Phoenix before it was released. Um, so that was very, very fucking conscious. You know what I'm saying? It was totally conscious to just do this investigation properly uh, to take both arguments and provide an, a synthesis. So now I'll go into this harassment claim that Brett made to get... Because, uh, like, I'll just get that fucking out the way and then I'm moving on from this harassment claim, like, forever because, again, I've already covered it in the sex work and, and, and Marxism 5 episode with uh, Esperanza, which is on the Patreon. Uh, it's on the Patreon because I'd never released the public, not because they were telling me not to, but because I couldn't in, got, in good conscience... Um, released that publicly um, in case people had actually took what they were saying on board as the truth without investigating the actual sex workers um, in, in the other episodes. So, basically what happened with this fucking harassment claim was like, I, again, I created the fucking questions, Esperanza came on the pod, I'd already done three sex work and Marxism episodes at this point, so it was clear that I was on the other team already. Um, I don't think it was clear for Esperanza yet, though. I think that they were just too far up their own ass to see that um, I was getting them on for investigation rather than to platform what they were doing as if it was a good thing. So when I was first speaking to Esperanza, um, I actually pitied them a lot, I cannot lie. I saw them constantly fucking arguing with people online and things and going on about how fucking bad the life's been and all this shit. So I expected it to be taken as a compliment and to kind of like put them at ease that like I wasn't going to attack them despite having fucking opposite views and that. So obviously when I said you look good, it was slightly fucking cringe. Obviously, it didn't land, um, and it just gave them ammo, and it just gave them ammo uh, for their cringe crew to use later down the line when we butted heads um, ideologically. So that was literally it. Like I said that once, Esperanza. So that was it. You know what I mean? So it's not like harassment either. You know what I mean? I'll get, I'll accept, I'll accept that. Like you didn't like her. Okay, and I, and I did apologise for that at the time. Like, okay, sorry, so I think at once uh, from, a, from a guest is to feel like I was trying to insult them or something. Um, so anyway, I record the episode, it's fine. There's no problems. Esperanza spewed their hatred with confidence and was literally unfazed about anything, saying everything very well said like good speaker do you know what I mean then weeks I mean weeks later one of their maggot two crew who needs the wall posted something like all sex workers are being raped because they're so traumatized they can't even consent to their own actions because sex work is cohesion 
witches rape and you've got all the little fucking freaks in the comments going oh sex works fucking rape or it's because it's cohesion and that it's just like obviously like fully grown adult sex workers were looking at it and, and were just like what the fuck are you on about are you for real how can you tell me i'm too traumatized to be conscious of what i'm doing you know what i'm saying how deeply offensive is that and again like brett saying i'm the one with the ego look at these fools do you know what i'm saying so other other people were commenting on on that fucking argument they used like oh right yeah and i suppose that the prole coerced into being a taxi driver by needing money is having their car stolen each time that they give a ride to someone do you know what i mean it's like it, that's not how it is a taxi driver isn't being like having the car stolen when they give somebody a ride the yes the coerced into labor like any other fucking labor under capitalism do you know what i'm saying it doesn't mean you're raping somebody's car it's like it's such as such pathetic arguments so you know both sides now it's like the normal cool people and the freaks of nature like a fam uh, and with with brett are on the other side so i commented something on this tweet about uh about this fucking sex workers not being conscious enough to know that they're being raped even though they're literally going out and doing sex work consciously i commented something you know, back in the revolutionary polls, of course, that included some sex workers, and then, lo and behold, after I commented on this fucking tweet, I think it was a Bridget tweet, yeah, not long after I posted that, Esperanza the Swine was in my inbox saying, hey, can you not release that episode we did to the public because of the comment you made at the start? Made me fuck everything up, I said, and it, it was sexual harassment. If you don't release it, we won't say anything. And this was weeks after. Do you know what I mean? This is, I mean, all this happened like two and a half years ago, something like that, maybe more. Do you know what I'm saying? This is why I'm saying they had ample time to say something if they actually cared, but it's purely about me platforming revolutionary potential of revolutionary people over their waste man ideology simple as that so when i received this tweet like weeks later like not long after i just commented that on bridget's post i was just like who the fuck do you think you're talking to i was like you're blatantly only popping up now because i said something pro sex work and on one of your mates tweets You've had weeks to say something and you never struggled with about talking about anything, so don't even lie. And then they were like, oh no, actually I've been thinking about it for a while and we all agreed it wasn't acceptable. So I was like, look, sorry if you feel bad, last thing I'd want from a guest. Um, but I said one compliment once, by definition, it's not even harassment, never mind sexual harassment. I said, I'm not going to get blackmailed either. It was like, who the fuck do you, do you think you are? And obviously it's like, it's one of them. It's, it's like, I can just be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But like, it, it's like, for me, it's like, if you cared, you'd have said something earlier. Do you know what I mean? But this is blatantly whenever our ideology clashes in the public, this comes up. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So I just, I can't have sympathy. I can't. Do you know what I mean? So, like, obviously, I don't trust any of them seedy snakes. They would be better off dead. Like, every, the world would be better if all of that affair were underground. I'll tell you that for a fucking fact. So, basically, from these fucking inboxes, a firm f- f- ended up knowing full well that I'm not going to be convinced to not release it. Um, and I didn't care about anything that they'd say in public about me either. So they organised a mitigation with me, with a fucking few of them and me, so that they could hopefully try and convince me not to release it or something. Also, I was like, I was like, go ahead, yeah, yeah, go ahead, let's do that. Um, none of them showing up though, because I think that they all knew they would have got a verbal beheading, each and every fucking one of them, from me, uh, without being able to convince me to not release it. And then I'd even released that mitigation to show the public just how much of a bunch of set of fucking toxic jokers they are. I was fucking well game for that, but. They, they, they were the ones who never even had the mitigation. Do you know what I'm saying? So again, if they cared so much, why did none of them show up for this mitigation? Do you know what I'm saying? Because they don't care. It's, they're all performative. They care about this fucking comment as much as me, which is not at all. They care more about trying to silence me and stop people from fucking listening to me because people start being switched on, people start thinking like me, people start being disgusted at opportunist fucking reactionary Marxists who don't do anything of any significance anyway, do you know what I'm saying? People do the bare minimum to fucking feel good about themselves, it's not enough. So basically, I'm just not soft. Like it's it's just that's just it. I'm just not soft. I'm not a soft lad. It's so blatant that they that a firm thought that I'd take their side in an anti-politarian position. And once they saw that I was still pro-revolutionary sex worker after their recording from the comments, and he tried to silence me again. It's not happening. I am correct. I am more astute than them. I am a superior human being than any other firm put together because I've actually got fucking humanity. Even many liberals are better than any other firm as human beings. That's how toxic proletarian feminists are. So basically, fast forward two years, I'm not only publishing exceptional, much needed theory, but I'm also doing some of the most significant revolutionary practice anywhere in the Imperial Court today. I am a freaking inspiration as to what a revolutionary is, with an even stronger platform I'm following than two years ago. So we ended up seeing these proletarian feminist gobshites in RevLeft's Discord server, which I was an admin for for a while fucking get into that on another episode if you want um, where I'd share the sex worker Marxism episodes on that discord and ping everybody I'd ping like over a thousand people it was shit was so fucking cash 
because obviously my sex work and Marxism episodes went directly against what Brett and his weak gang were saying about them. So it triggered the life out of the proletarian feminist in the Discord server. Um, you know, this fucking... What's, what's the fucking gobshite's name? Bridget. Yeah, Bridget's in that Discord server and we bumped heads and I hope Bridget's listening. Oh my god. You must be mad. You must be so mad. Knowing after all you've done to try and stir up hatred, I'm still here, defiant, and all I'm gonna do is keep doing more heavy revolutionary shit in real life that could see me go to prison while talking real shit. Nobody respects you. People just think that they should respect you because they haven't come across an actual real revolutionary. So yeah, enter fucking Brett slash fucking Mag Brett. It's fucking a play on maggots and Brett. So an email. So that's fucking, that's basically the fucking harassment, blah, blah, done. You know what I'm saying? Brett in, in another email, like, after he gets triggered from my response from the first one, saying, oh, you're a fucking creep, you tried to get my friend, ooh, ideology friend, on your podcast and, like, harassed him like a creep and that. And it's like, look, I tell you now, yeah. For, like, for it to be remotely what even Brett said happened with them coming on the podcast, I literally had to be sat there having a wank listening to fucking Esperanza speak. Do you know what I'm saying? Was that happening? Nah. I was fucking sat there doing a heavy fucking scientific socialism on a very important fucking phenomenon regarding the fucking lump and proletariat and sex workers and Marxism. That's what it was about. Yeah, it was never any seedy masturbation while I listened to fucking Esperanza spew hatred. So, you know what I'm saying? You want to make bold claims like that, I'll tell you what that claim would actually look like. And it wasn't that. So again, you're chatting shit. You're lying to literally make... Oh, proletarian feminist friends. And again, though, you Brett must be so fucking mad because, again, he spent so long doing this and he's just fully fucked up his whole life by doing nothing but talking revolution. Can't be doing that with revolutionary in your name. It's despicable. Brett comes up in my fucking emails. The subject is RLR aesthetic slash logo design. So, again... You know, I've done the fucking investment thing with fucking Esperanza. That's it. Do you know what I'm saying? All of this now is basically... Well, I talked a lot about the past with with the firm and, and Esperanza. This is where we're up to, like, as in, as in, like, a couple of weeks ago. This email from Brett. He said, Hey, Shibby, I recently saw your newest podcast logo. And while it looks great, it's starting to be in the direction of straight-up copying us and straight-up confusing people. The logo seems to be a mashup of our current logo, black and white, lightning bolts, and the name itself, and our previous logo, circular, radio waves emanating out with ham and sickle in the place of a raised fist. You even went so far as to slightly obscure the word lumping in your logo, so as to make people think it might seem left at first glance. I asked many people in my life what they think before I reached out and I think everybody came to the same conclusion. The dumbest shit ever, Brett. I'd fucking slap you, you know. If I saw you in real life, you'd fucking get it. I swear to God, I'd tear your fucking face off with it and slap you with it just because how dare you say anything so fucking foolish to me. How dare you come at me with such anti-intellectualism, with such your little fragile ego, you chatting shit. 
So look, this is the fucking most foolish thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, yeah, I thought that this email was about the current Clash Struggle logo design, which I've had for like maybe two years now, which obviously doesn't look anything like uh, RevLeft's fucking podcast logo. It doesn't look anything like fucking the old Rev Lumpen radio OG logo. So it looks proper different. It's like yellow and fucking like maroon and shit. So I actually responded to the email thinking, what, what are you, what, what the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't look anything like it. Do you know what I'm saying? But what it, what it turns out is because Brett's looking at the, the logo on Apple Podcasts, right? Yeah, the logo on Apple Podcast. Again, I didn't even make that one. I've never made any Rev Lumpen Radio artwork i've only ever edited it to to fit in an episode or match an episode i've never made one yet it turns out the logo we was on about was just the apple podcast one and that's like four years old or more um the first rev lump and radio logo was off instagram like for like fucking seven pound or something and then the second one which is currently on apple podcasts was made by a supporter randomly one time on my subreddit so i was like that's fucking sick i'm gonna fucking put it up in it so look that logo is literally a hammer and sickle that's got nothing to do with rev left radio how dare you insinuate that that's fucking got anything to do with you you maggot it's got the podcast name all around it google podcasts fucking artwork Virtually 99% of fucking podcasts on the planet have got the name around a circular logo. So is Joe Rogan fucking copying and Brett, I swear to God, yeah. Like, you need to go underground for a long time. Like, you're harming, like, sense and, and, like, comprehension in the world. You know what I'm saying? You're so deluded. And this makes it so fucking clear. So, I don't fuck with you. Like, it's standard procedure for all podcasts to have, like, the name around a circular thing. That's why I received it. The radio waves, again, look on most... Look on many podcast things. Search podcast logo. I guarantee you, you're going to see a logo with radio waves emanating from it. Because that's what... Joe Rogan has lightning bolts on it. Like, it's so common. Like, it's so common. But can you get over Mr. Fucking Zen? who's trying to fucking insinuate like he's got no ego coming up saying literally every generic fucking logo looks like theirs get a grip of your fucking life do you know what i'm saying how pathetic is that that's the reason why the so in fact no so the reason why the grunge supporter made design is still up on apple podcasts instead of the newer ones is like the four-year-old one is because the mobile phone used to log into apple services via two-factor identification is in a police station evidence locker from the time that i scaled an arms factory's roof with sledgehammers and crowbars i literally seized the means of production and then i literally destroyed the means of destruction everything every communist fucking talks about should happen that's what i did and I knew I was going to get arrested for it. There was no way about it. There was like five... There was, no, there wasn't. <laughs> there was literally about 200... 
Yeah, there's about one to two hundred police officers surrounding this whole building, like, because it was getting fucking smashed to pieces, right? So that was a weapons factory that facilitates imperialism and colonialism. It was shut down after that for over three weeks straight. The fucking bricks out of, out of its roof was used to throw down at its own fucking infrastructure and destroy the factory. I was using itself to destroy itself. That's why the logo's still up, because I couldn't change it, because I can't get access to it. It doesn't even look anything similar, but that's why, okay? Because I'm a revolutionary and I do revolutionary shit. Even though Brett had apparently asked many people in his life, these are just yes-men. Politarian fucking feminists as well, I bet. They're all yes-men cowards who look up to Brett somehow as someone to take seriously. And they're not to be taken seriously. Brett, Rev Left, is to be ridiculed and mocked into revolutionary activity or retirement. There should be no alternative. Revolutionary activity, seizing the means of destroying it, smashing it to pieces, building dual power, or fuck off for good. Get out of everybody's fucking sight. So Brett is a lying. Just the way he's like, oh, I know that wasn't your intention, while fully insinuating that it was. He's a lying, couch communist grifter. That's what happens when you try and step up to me, Brett. God damn, I'm glad you set it off. Because I, I, I've been so nice. trying. To, I've been so nice holding back from this shit, knowing that it, you're doing harm. So thank you for fucking giving me the fucking opportunity to fucking say this. If you're going to burn this bridge, I'll scorch your whole fucking life. Brett could die today. And the class struggle literally will probably be positively affected. Because people will be more likely to hear from actual practitioners of Marxism rather than grifters who talk about the actual practitioners for money. While also condemning, you know, various segments of fucking uh, proletarian society. So let's try and evaluate something else that this virus says. In the email, he says, I'm totally fine with being inspired by our stuff, but it seems like the club with this fucking came at the frog voice, do you know what I'm saying? But it seems like it seems to be getting closer and closer to straight up taking a whole in entire aesthetic. What a what a weirdo. It's like a four-year-old logo, it's on one platform. It doesn't even look similar, it's black and white, it's a hammer sickle on my name. Get your head out of your ass. And he says, if I was super cynical, I might argue that it seems like an attempt to confuse people to drive them away from our show and towards yours. Well, congratulations, because you've done that now, you fucking gobshite. Do you know what I'm saying? Well done. You've become your own worst enemy. Or to trick people into thinking your show is actually ours. I don't think that's your intention. I'm certainly not accusing you of it. Uh, You know what I'm saying? It's like you... You're not, you don't think it's my intention, you're not accusing it. But, like, I mean, you are, aren't you? You see what I'm saying? You're not to be trusted, you're not to be taken seriously. You're a maggot. It actually seems like an attempt to trick people into thinking the show 
actually belongs to the opposite, like his belonging to mine or mine belonging to his. Again, how arrogant have you got to be to believe that? Do you know what I'm saying? And oh, he's a worm, he's a joker. For somebody, again, for somebody who focuses on not having such an ego, I've never known a larger one. And like self-inflicting like ego as well, because they're doing major harm to themselves here. Yeah, of fact, they're being controlled like a fucking termite by a firm, aren't they? So my response when Brett said that, I just, obviously, I was like, oh, really? Is He really thinks I'm trying to be like him? He really thinks... I want to be him, he really thinks my podcast should be like his. Nah, 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 nah. So I had to make them in clear that that's not the case. So I said, RevLeft Radio is lower down on a revolutionary pipeline in terms of agitation, propaganda and advanced theoretical understanding and actual real life practice. Rev left is cringe. It doesn't even make sense. You can't have a communist revolutionary left. Left and right wing politics is always regarding liberal democracy. Whether you sit on the right or the left wing of parliament. No communist can be left wing by that definition, by reality. Democratic and Labour parties, along with social democracy, is leftist. Literally stop being an actual reactionary revisionist. I have a whole episode on this distinction with left and right wing revolutionary politics um, that comes from one of the Panthers text. If you want to listen to that too, it's called left and right wing. The left and right wing of the proletarian. Oh, the fucking something like that. If you only think revolutionaries can be left-wing because of so-called socialist educators today, like, you need to stop listening to those socialist educators, uh, block them on everything, because these people who are telling you you can have a revolutionary left, these are the peak, clueless grifters who are just trying to get as many people into their patron and profit as possible whilst not actually using that money for anything that makes a difference for the class struggle. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, you can't have a revolutionary left. Like, it's like that name in itself is such misinformation. Do you know? And it really goes to show just how primitive Brett is um, as, as a Marxist. Like, if he had any dignity whatsoever for himself, if he had respect for other Marxists, um, he'd remove the revolutionary from Rev Left's name and just be Left Radio, because that's what he is. There's no point in lying about it. It means I don't have to come for you, jugular, because you're claiming to be revolutionary when you're actually not. You're not seizing the means of production. You're not smashing up nearly a million pounds worth of fucking weapons factory. You're not doing anything like that because you're a coward. You're a class traitor and you're spreading hate. My podcast is the most superior agitation propaganda by a white person in the Imperial Court today. Rev Left literally interviews liberals. Literally. They have such a wide tent so that they can fit as many different guests on with different backgrounds. 
and then turn their followers into profit. So I had to make it clear to Brett, he's a grifter, I do revolutionary shit and I talk about revolutionary shit. I talk about, again, the importance in synthesizing the Marxist Lumpen struggle in imperial core cowardice Marxism today. So I said to him again, my podcast is revolutionary, unlike his. It exists to highlight and prevent the ostracization and alienation of the lumpen proletariat within Marxist circles in the imperial core today, platforming their stories and sharing their revolutionary potential and history. Like, that's revolutionary by itself. Like, that as a fucking goal is revolutionary. It's beyond needed. It's essential. Nobody else comes close to doing anything similar. And I've inspired a lot of work from others, from my work. It is revolutionary and it is lumpen. There's no doubt about that. My podcast features music throughout the episode, more so than any other podcast. My music, it's better integrated. Like, for those reasons, it is revolutionary. It is lumpen and it's radio. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and like, it fits me more than yours fits yours because you're not revolutionary. So if you don't like, you know, apparently looking or sounding the same, change your name to left radio, take the revolutionary out, you little grifter, or go and smash up some means of, of fucking production. You're not going to do any of that. You fucking keep your mouth shut. You fucking bend the knee, you little worm. So my podcast, obviously hosted by somebody, me, who constantly pleads with everybody to save the people. And if the listeners can't, support me so that I can. And I have done in the past, and I want to do that again. But you can't do that, fucking funds dried up. Because people are paying, you know, these grifters to read out what's already fucking available elsewhere on the internet for them. Get a fucking grip. This is why I hate you, Brett, so much. Has anybody ever been thinking about anything, like, so hard to the point where, like, you know, you can be thinking about, like, having an argument with somebody or something and your lips can, like, start muttering the words or, you know, you think of performing an action and, you know, your hands start moving as if you're performing the action and that. It's just, like, how... Can you have as many episodes on revolutionary shit as you have talking about class struggle as much as you have and not actually engaging it? Like, it's mind-blowing, do you know what I'm saying? You can think of singing the songs and your fucking lips will start to utter the words if you fucking get into it enough, yeah? This is what it was like for me when I was talking revolutionary shit all the time, saving the people... Uh, you, know, you know, fucking smashing up the means of fucking production. You can only talk about that so much. So I did, and then I went out and done it. Where's that with you? You don't have that passion, you don't care. You're a grifter. You don't care. The others don't care. How can you have as many episodes as you have without engaging in what you're talking about? This is the thing, it's like... You're just a habitual intellectual masturbator. Like, I couldn't live with myself calling myself a Marxist if I had your kind of income from Rev Left, Gorilla Pod, Red Menace. 
If I, I couldn't live with myself if I wasn't doing heavy revolutionary shit with a major Save the People programme in my city and like make that super accessible for people to learn from and, and practice where they are. Like that's what matters. Like that's the strategy, do you know what I'm saying? But you don't have a clue. I actually couldn't live with myself if my son, unlike your children, heard me talking about being a Marxist as much as you did and never actually go out and seize or destroy the means of production. Like, as I have multiple times and there will be more. Your kids are literally going to grow up and think, wow, my dad was the biggest couch communist on the planet. All he did was talk and talk. He never actually done anything of any significance while saying, oh, the whole point is to fucking practice it. You know what I'm saying? And the whole point is action and you don't do nothing. I was just scared. I was just scared, aren't you? I'd be proper depressed with myself if I was you for those reasons. Hope, but you know, thankfully, your kids may grow up one day and then thank me, as many others have, for having such an advanced revolutionary podcast who speaks the truth and does what needs to be done. You know what I mean? There's more chance to listen to me in the future than you. So, um, again, I just want to come... Something he said in, like, the second email was something along the lines of call himself and all these other YouTubers and all that educators, like... Come on, you're gonna put your couch communism down to being an educator. What you know, educator? Are you fucking are you delirious? Like, <laughs> reading out what somebody else has already written doesn't make you an educator, it makes you a fucking parrot. What are you talking about? Like, like, if you're an educator. You would again go out and do the practice and then educate us with your findings from your theory. You cannot do that. I have done that. I have been doing that. I'm an educator. I'm a guerrilla intellectual. I'm a fucking organic intellectual. You're just a little nerd, just an intellectual masturbator. That's all you are. That's all these other podcasts and all these other YouTubers are. That's why like, I'll go for you now. I haven't even going to say nothing to them. Because I've went for you. Everybody's going to be so shocked. Everybody's went for you. Do you know what I'm saying? So they're insignificant because you're the you're the, the biggest in this game. And you're the, you're the biggest influencer. And you set the worst example by doing nothing. You don't deserve it. Take the revolutionary out your name. Just do it. And then there'll be no confusion about who's who. I'm revolutionary. You're not. Don't come up to me saying shit about my fucking logo and all that. Get a grip of your life. Don't come up to me when, when you're literally a puppet for proletarian feminists. Pathetic. I am a revolutionary. You only have excuses. You only have cowardice. You have no strength, only weakness. Your anxiety that you feel sometimes here in your pod is actually your guilt. Yeah. And I hope it cripples you until you make the necessary sacrifices. I hope every time you look into a microphone, you see my face in it saying, you lazy coward grifter, go out and do it. 
Every time you put your headphones on, I want you to remember all the words to what I've said here. I want you to feel horrible about doing nothing. There's so much potential, Beth. You couldn't even get yourself on fucking Russell Brand podcast. You didn't even bother to try and get into bigger platforms. Because you don't even believe in yourself. I believed in you more than you could ever believe in yourself back in the day. Do you know what I'm saying? So, fucking luckily. Again, I didn't even believe in myself. I just was compelled listening to people, the guests that I'd have on, what to go through. I was compelled to do it. You don't care. You're a sociopath. The crime you do is to pity yourself and not others. Right, so an hour in. Let me just tell you, yeah, if you're still listening, you're just shocked what I'm saying. You're just, you're just shocked at me saying all these fucking online grifters and that the Imperial Corps should be saving the people, should be going out smashing up weapons of destruction, seizing the means of production, like I have. Like, if you're just shocked, if you're just surprised at what I'm saying, and you should go and unfollow and stop following them on Patreon as much as possible and f- follow somebody who actually does the real shit and is going to continue to do that. How can you be surprised that you're hearing any of this on a revolutionary podcast? How is it surprising to hear what I'm saying? It's a revolutionary agitation propaganda. Why are you surprised to hear all this? You should be surprised nobody said this sooner about all these other grifters in the Imperial Corps. Do you know what I'm saying? Let me answer why yous might be surprised. The reason is because of maggots like Rev Left, because of all these fucking poor morons, all these other fucking pro cults, all these other fucking fools who just don't do anything. It's become normal. It's become standard procedure to commodify communism. Yous do it better than any capitalist would wish that they could. That's that's a fact. Should not be surprising to anybody hearing what I'm saying. It should only be surprising that it hasn't been said sooner and that you have continued support grifters for as long as you have. It needs to be said. It needs to be fucking acted on. It shouldn't be surprising. So yeah, again, it's just constantly, we're just out here constantly combating cultural hegemony both from the bourgeois state and uh, imperial Marxists today because I just know more because I've interviewed amazing people and I truly respect and love them and have taught me a lot and I'm not willing to just disregard their struggle I can't these other platforms the program etc guerrilla history pod they need to go out and smash up arms factories, like risking prison. It's just it needs doing. Like, like if you're not a weak coward, then they'd organise their listeners around the things that need to be done, um, and those that don't want to do them, they just need to be told straight up. You're not a revolutionary. You're a Marxist. Then go and listen to fucking. I don't even know because I don't listen to leftist shit because I'm not a fucking worm. What's important is, like, how many millions of fucking people die or suffer and live in butchered half-lives due to the complacency in the Imperial Corps? This isn't a hobby. 
This is class war. None of us are as important as we might think. But all of us together, working together, is the most important thing of all. Until then, we need to sacrifice our liberty. Some of us are going to have to do things that get us into jail. That's a fact. If you don't want to listen to that on Revolutionary Podcast, you're not a revolutionary, you're not a Marxist. Go and fucking... Go and bury your head in the fucking sand. Like, it's not a hobby. We're not doing enough in the Imperial Corps. Labelling yourself as an educator doesn't take you away from the fucking important work. It's a bad, bad excuse. Especially when your education is purely reiterating what's already out there by dead Marxists. It's like, get a grip. So there's this, I think it's a Marx quote, and it says, like, too much theory is harmful, or, like, too much education is harmful. And it is, it's like, what, so let's all just be fucking educators if it's perfectly fucking morally acceptable, and then what? We just all sat around, know things. It's like, it's not a good enough excuse that you're an educator. Too much education is harmful because then people uh, orientate themselves to become parrots. And we don't need that. You learn from practice. It's like, just get a grip. Just bow down to the fact that you're fucking superfluous at this point. These are all superfluous at this point. And, like, the listeners to these people just unsubscribe, unfollow. These just treat you like punters. They just treat you like just another fucking number, just another little fucking $5 a month. Or did you see it as a little $10 a month and that? And that's it. They're not asked. Fuck, you want to see the attitude of fucking Brett in this second email and make it clear he's not asked about it, none of you. You know what I mean? He'll say what he has to say to keep you happy, to fucking keep you dough. That's it. Fuck, who's asked about them? You know what I mean? So I've called most of these platforms out over the cowardice, the laziness, the parasitical behaviour, and how that they're detrimental to revolutionary practice. They all hate it, but none of them can say anything. Brett equated my being arrested for seizing the means of production and more than likely saving actual lives by what I did by destroying two 450 and 900 Hermes drone engines. But just put that down to getting arrested at a protest. That motherfucker literally can't even imagine revolutionary practice. That's what's funny, to put that down to a protest. What? That was no protest, that was guerrilla shit popped out of fucking nowhere and smashed the fucking things up and you can't use it sabotage fuck and you put that down to get an arrest as a protest again to try and mitigate my momentous achievements as a revolutionary and to try and blow their insignificant achievements up you know what I'm saying like a, a revolutionary lump of radio have always said protests are fucking useless you know what I'm saying so why are the fucking do a protest or get arrested a protest fuck the land knows it wasn't a protest the land knows I don't protest I lead by example so trying to underplay the work that I've done and the support that I have for said work is merely Brett's way of 
trying to take, trying to not take me seriously, because again, once he realizes that what I say isn't even my ego, it's literally a matter of fact, then like I can imagine he'll be very upset with himself because there's only himself to blame for his actions or the actions he hasn't taken, which is probably more important than the action he has. So near the bottom of this email, he says I've abused my mod status on the Discord server to push pro-sex work stuff, and he's very angry that I abused his friend. Ooh, friend, ooh, Esperanza friend. Ooh, ideology friend. A while back, so that's how I know. Like, his comment on that Discord is how I know all this is spared up by these vermin from a firm who have a major, major history of abusing people and being problematic spreading hate that's all this is about brett being absolutely fisted by a firm uh, his ideology friends and you know him just being work like a puppet he is a muppet to try and separate the truth from their idealist reactionary lazy coward fiction unlucky brett Unlucky affirm, I'm here for fucking life. My life will accomplish more for the class struggle than all of yours combined. Shit. I could die tomorrow and I'd probably still be on top of what all yous have achieved in the class struggle. I am the top revolutionary, yeah. And I can brag about all these things because I've done them and I'll continue to do the work. I'm only ever gonna abolish my ego when there are no longer egos like yours to defeat. Brett, you will remember I sincerely offered you to come up to my hood to meet the mandem and check out the city. And I am offering you even more sincerely to come out to my hood and we'll see how much you believe in what you believe in. And we'll see if you would fight for proletarian feminism. Because George Jackson knows I will fight for the Marxist lumping. And I will fight for internationalism. I'll fight so people can hear that they need to base build dual power. But let's be honest, you haven't got a fucking fight in you unless it's against other proletarians. Just like these fucking proletarian feminists. So anywho, that pretty much is all the points from the first email. There's a second email. I might do a recording on that if people want it, but I'll only do it on Patreon because I can't be asked spamming my fucking public feed with this shit. Yeah, the second email is more about Brett losing his shit, thinking he's actually anything more than a joker who's lived a very middle-class lifestyle for over half a decade and he's just clearly become devoid of reality. It's rather amusing how infantile he is. <laughs> you should have never trusted a fam. Workers and lumpen of the world unite.
blackbird perched outside my window I hear him calling I hear him sing He burns me with his eyes of gold to embers He sees all my sins He reads my soul
always knew 